What a weird week for Monday, April 18th, Easter Monday, but still weird things to report, like how to win at Wordle and how to win $10 million when someone bumps into you. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like crazy being here. Really weird tales. Well, I got a great show for you today with some wonderful weird stuff. Thank you for coming back to What a Weird Week, the podcast that's a countdown of the top 10 weird things in the news from the week that was. This is episode 3.29. Usually drops on a Sunday, but I took Sunday off for Easter. So Easter Monday, here we go. 10. Gotta say, I kind of like the Monday release schedule because you get a bit more weirdness. You get to scope the headlines, some of the, those weekend stories that we'd have to put off till next week. Now you get them. 10. Number 10 this week is the world's oldest dog. Got into the Guinness Book of World Records. Toby Keith is the dog's name. Uh, Chihuahua, who is 21 years old. Toby Keith. And Toby Keith actually t- <laughs> tweeted the singer, the country singer Toby Keith, tweeted about the dog Toby Keith or one of Toby Keith's uh, uh, people. Probably has a team of hundreds. The guy is very wealthy. Anyway, one of the hundreds of social media uh, people thought that was cool and uh, retweeted on the Toby Keith account. Nine. I thought that was cool too, by the way. Toby Keith, man of the people. Starbucks owner and man of the people. Nine. Wait, hold on. I'm backing up. I'm already backtracking here. Not that there's anything wrong with being a Starbucks owner. My only point was Toby Keith is up there and he's like, I'm thirsty, y'all. If you go to a Toby Keith show, anybody else thirsty? He's not like pushing Starbucks drinks. He's talking about booze isn't he maybe i'm gonna have to go back and listen to all of the toby keith drinking songs maybe they were secretly about starbucks nine number nine is wordle has revealed what the best word is to start your game win more at wordle i'm terrible at wordle oh wait if you've never played wordle before it's a word game it's an online word game that a fellow invented sort of as a gift to someone who enjoyed word games and it caught on so much that the New York Times bought it for, I'm going to say, without going back to the archives of this podcast, I'm going to, which, you know, they are available. The link is in the show notes. I'm going to say it was a kajillion dollars, but uh, double check me. Let me know in the comments. How about this? Nine star review if I'm right. Seven star review if I'm wrong. And share with a friend if I'm right or wrong. Wordle says that, do you want to know or is it a spoiler? I'll tell you, I'm terrible at Wordle, and everybody in my family uh, beats me at Wordle, like gets it, solves the word before me. But I always start with a new word. I like to be surprised. I'll just start with whatever random word pops into my head and start narrowing things down. Now, if you've never played Wordle, that probably sounds okay, like an okay strategy. But I think it's a terrible strategy. Spoiler, here we go. Wordle says the best, based on all their calculations of every gameplay so far of Wordle, the best word to start with is crane. C-R-A-N-E. Now, if you're like me and you constantly lose to your family members playing Wordle, don't tell them that. Get them to, I mean, sure, get them to subscribe to the podcast, but only next week. Hey, how about that? Eight. I got your back. Wordle losers, fellow Wordle losers, I got your back. I want the subscribers, but I got your back. Eight. Number eight is the Harvard astrophysicist who continues to be a true believer. An article came out this week featuring Avi Loeb of Harvard 
The article was about how he number crunched data from 2014. And by the way, if you listen to UFO podcasts, you'd be like, Avi Loeb, that uh, sounds familiar. He's been on a lot of UFO podcasts, so you see where we're going here. Avi believes that the thing that burned up over Papua New Guinea uh, in 2014 was either a half-ton meteor or maybe a spacecraft that came from outside our solar system. This is an astrophysicist at Harvard. So some people are taking notice that an astrophysicist at Harvard is like, mm, could have been a spacecraft. So you guys, I don't know if there's life out there. But maybe, right? You can't just say no for sure, can you? How about this? If you're saying no for sure, five-star review. And an iTunes uh, positive review. Five stars and, hey, that podcast is great. There's no alien life. Write that in the comments. That way, I don't know how you feel, you guys. Okay, I'm going to wrap this up. The Avi Loeb situation, the reason we're talking about it is a few years ago, all the scientific community said, no, Avi Loeb, you're wrong. There, nothing is coming from outside our solar system. Nothing is on a collision course with planet Earth. Now... Somebody from the United States Space Force, uh, the news has leaked that they investigated and they confirmed Avi Loeb's math. They were like, yes, it came from outside the solar system, looks like. And uh, they're not saying it was a spacecraft, but Avi Loeb is still like half and half. Maybe it was a meteor. Maybe it was a spacecraft. So fellow from Harvard uh, continues to be a true believer. That was the headline. And that's how we'll wrap it up on that one. Seven. All right. Number seven. Burn your physics textbooks. And let's just start from scratch, you guys. Everybody's freaking out about this, and it's underreported. I mean, maybe you've seen the headlines of that. It's not quite getting the attention of a Kardashian who is dating a new celebrity or whatever. A few days ago, it started showing up in the feeds about a scientific experiment that contradicts how science thought the universe worked. So it goes against what we believed we knew. The experiment was done in Chicago, home of Dubers, Doubles. So they checked the mass of a tiny particle. Routine check. What's the mass of the, uh, the W boson? It should be based on all the formulas, based on Einstein, based on everything we know. It should be this. But it wasn't. And they checked. And they double checked. Now some other people are uh, checking the experiment. The W boson subatomic particle is more massive than would be predicted by the physics formulas and theories that we've been using for years and years and years. The standard model of physics may be broken, you guys. We have to wait and see, make sure it's confirmed, but how's it going to change our lives? Well, I'll tell you one way. We're going to start wearing pants on top and shirts on the bottom. <laughs> I'm not a scientist. I say bet on pant shirts, but we'll wait and see. Uh, we'll come back to this story. And what of Einstein? You guys, Einstein. He used to be the gold standard, huh? It's going to be the silver standard now, maybe. Well, still the gold standard in mustaches. Six. Okay, number six. Oh, and I promise no more science. The rest of the podcast, no more science. 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 A father and son who hung up 10 items of clothing broke the world record the other day. I was like, Fellow dads and sons, we are doing pretty awful at household chores if hanging up 10 items of clothing is some kind of world record. I was a bit hasty. It turns out it's how fast they did it. Ed, the dad, and Rowan hung up 10 things in 56.87 seconds. Under a minute. And that's a new world record. They did it in a pub. 
it raised money for the British Heart Foundation. So they made the world a better place, hanging things up quickly. Five. Before number five, they should start a business where they like unpack. Maybe you get home from vacation and you hire Ed and his son and they help you unpack in record time. Just a thought. Five. Number five is the guy in Florida who saw Spider-Man No Way Home at the theater 292 times. That's a world record. Based on how long that movie is, they estimate that he was in a theater for 30 days. Not like he went to the theater for 30 days. He, The grand total of time spent in a the theater was 30 days, you guys. And the rules state no bathroom breaks, no falling asleep. So you've got to be committed to this thing. Sometimes he watched five just to make sure he got the world record. He would watch five five showings in a row, back to back to back. Think of the money. Whew. I crunched it real quick based on average. This was in Florida. So based on average ticket sales in Florida, I think it's just under four grand spent on movies. Four. Number four, Paps Blue Ribbon hid kegs on the weekend. Easter kegs. They had an Easter keg hunt. And anyone legal drinking age could find them and keep them. These weren't virtual. These were actually hidden places in Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Tampa Bay, and Portland. There was a time limit. Not a lot of news reports about how it went. There is one which talks about a semi-aggressive standoff over a pink polka dot keg. You guys, one time I worked at a radio station in the promotions department. And we went to a parking lot. And... It was one free hot dog. We had no condiments even, you guys. It was one free hot dog per person while they lasted. And we were there an hour. And I think we had to call the ambulance about 90 times. People will push over elderly folks to get at the free hot dogs. You know, so I can't even imagine what the scene was with the free keg of beer hunt on the weekend. I hope no one got injured. Three. Number three. This, no doubt, a publicity stunt, I think. I say, can you say that? No doubt, this was something, dot, 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 I think. Irish Spring has this invention for gamers to bathe while they're still playing their game. Maybe a publicity stunt because I think we can all agree that gamers don't bathe. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I'm only kidding, you guys. Ninja, I'm only kidding. It was, come on. Come on, gamers. Friends? Yeah, friends. I can't make sense of the photo exactly. Some sort of cleaning pod photo if you follow the show notes link. I would enjoy having a reasonably priced bathing pod of some sort, but I'm not a gamer. Do they make one for eating a sandwich? I would love to have a pod where I could get clean and eat a sandwich. Is that, sorry, too gross? Is it too gross, you guys? Two. Number two, the person who bought the rights to the first ever tweet overpaid. This is one of those NFT stories at first. Now, I don't understand them. You buy the rights to something digital, like an ugly monkey cartoon. A lot of people are buying the ugly monkey cartoons. And you have the rights to this virtual thing similar to the way you would a real life thing that you could hold in your hands. I'm oversimplifying. I don't understand it so great. But here, this is the, the juicy part. Somebody bought Jack Dorsey's first tweet. The Twitter guy, Jack Dorsey. Basically, Jack Twitter. Let's call him Jack Twitter from now on. I'm sure he'd love it. 
anyway, somebody bought his first tweet, which was just setting up Twitter. Somebody bought that digital thing. Not a framed whatever. I still don't understand that. It's just like out there in the digital universe. Somebody bought just setting up Twitter for $3 million. That thing went to auction recently. Listed at $48 million. The closing bid was 238 bucks. So again, original price, almost $3 million. The closing bid was $238. So basically, the cost of a haircut and a nice meal out for the whole family at uh, IHOP. Or the Irving Big Stop. Here in the East Coast, maybe the Irving Big Stop. The owner decided not to sell. One. The lady who won $10 million because someone bumped into her. I read the headline. I thought, oh, one of what? Frivolous lawsuit. Somebody on the dance floor. What? What happened? But no, it's not a frivolous lawsuit. A bumping. Everyone was doing the bump at uh, Uncle Sal's wedding reception. Not that at all, you guys. This lady was at a lotto ticket vending machine, which I didn't know those existed, but of course they do. Uh, and on the East Coast, I've never seen one anyway. But, you know, picture a vending machine. But instead of delicious snacks, uh, they spit out scratch tickets. So the lady wanted to buy a different one, but some rude customer bumped into her. Some Rudy Rudemeyer bumped into LaQuadra Edwards. So she hit the wrong button. LaQuadra, like myself and probably many of us, usually goes for the cheap tickets. You put your money in, you're going to get, I want a mitt full of $2 tickets. I don't want one or two tickets. I want a mitt full. But because of the bump incident... She hit the wrong button and bought a $30 scratcher. Imagine your disappointment. That's all the tickets I could get. But then LaQuadra went to her car, uh, scratched out the ticket, did the, the whatever you do, and ended up winning $10 million. Now she's going to buy a house and start a nonprofit. So the world is a better place, all because of that Rudy Rudemeyer, copyright 2022, Weird Week Productions. Rudy Rudemeyer, you made the world a better place by being so rude and... Bumping into Lequedra. I love that story. So that's a good place to stop. If you want to stream or subscribe wherever you get your fine podcasts or on your smart device, you can say, hey, smart device, what a weird week podcast. Hey, smart device, how about a 19-star review for that Scott guy? I haven't tried it yet, but I'm pretty sure that will work. That exact phrasing, though. Exact phrasing. Thanks, guys. Have a weird week.